Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Deep down in my heart. I love you, Jesus. Father God, in the precious name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we thank you through us and us. We thank you for your people all over the world. Thank you for what you've created for us. We thank you. We adore you. We appreciate you. We exalt you. And we glorify you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that you will keep us safe from all hurt, harm, and danger. Help us to do better at work or at school or anywhere else. And to help us with all of our problems. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we ask for your will to be done in the name of Jesus Christ, who is our strength and our Redeemer, our Lord and Savior, our guide and protector. Amen. Amen and amen. God bless you, children of God. I do greet each one of you. Once again, in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ, who is our strength and our redeemer, our very present help in times of trouble. For those of you worshiping with us for the first time, I am Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church, headquarters, Kinston, North Carolina, USA. And I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Living the Word where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of thousands of God's people all over the world. I pray the Lord is blessing you very well wherever this broadcast is finding you. Something that the Lord is placing in my spirit for all the children of God who are under the sound of my voice. Let us keep something in mind that we as children of God are one. We are members of one body. There is one Lord, there is one faith, and there is one baptism. Even though you may be far away from me, or I may be far away from you, as children of God, all of us are one. Understand this, my brother and my sister. Just as we look at the natural body, 
your natural body, my natural body. Our natural body is one. Now, just because my left foot is not directly connected with my right hand, that does not mean they are not a part of the same body. They are indirectly but connected because my right hand is connected to my right arm, which is connected to my upper body, which is connected to my lower body, which is connected to my left leg, which is has in its connection left foot. So they are connected, and just as we are connected as children of God, the Bible talks about how if one part suffers, all the parts suffer. If one part is exalted or praised, then all the parts are exalted or praised. So let us keep in mind, children of God, you know, we are scheduled to spend eternity together. Even our natural families, if they are not born again, they will not spend eternity together with us. But as children of God, we are scheduled to spend eternity. That is forever. So let us forgive whatever differences or whatever problems we may have with one another and prepare for what God has in store for us. God has great things in store for you and me, child of God. It is our responsibility to get ready for what God has in store for us. Once again, what? It is our responsibility to get ready for what God has in store for us. Now, what the Lord is bringing in my spirit is here at the Christian Center, oftentimes we will take trips, sometimes to other countries, to other nations, uh, and there is quite a bit of preparation that must be done in order for us to go. Maybe we'll go on a cruise and and saints have to get their passports and their uh, important papers together. They have to make sure that they have all sorts of things. In other words, there is preparation that is uh, necessary and that must be done in order for us to go on the trip. And now, if we don't take care of the preparation, if we don't have our passports or we don't have the important papers or we didn't bring necessary documents, we won't be allowed, come on, children of God, to go on the, on the trip. They will stop us and they will tell us, you are not allowed to go. So extra special care goes into uh, the preparation, the making sure that the documents and everything that is needed is in place because we will really want to go on the trip. Well, how much more should you and I want to go to heaven as opposed to going to a lake of fire and burning sulfur? And you and I should want to go to heaven and spend eternity with our Lord and our Savior. So we want to make sure 
that as we live these lives, we are taking our preparation time very seriously. I encourage you, child of God, take your preparation time very seriously. The time that God has given us in this life, in this world, is that we might prepare ourselves for eternity. We looked at a topic early today, and God shared so many insightful revelations with us. If you did not have an opportunity to hear uh, this morning's topic entitled, Do Your Best, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. I'm sure that the Lord will share something with you that will be a blessing in your life. We're going to look at that same topic tonight, but we're going to look at it from a little different slant. The book of John, chapter 18, with a special focus on verse 37. John, chapter 18, with a special focus on verse 37. From the New International Version, our scripture reads, Pilate said to Jesus, you are a king then. Jesus answered, you say that I'm a king. In fact, the reason that I was born and came into the world is to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. Do your best. Do your best. Let's see what God has for us this evening. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We praise you. You alone are worthy of all glory, all honor, and all praise. You have been good to us, Father, from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. May the name of the Lord be praised. Father, you have protected us from dangers seen and unseen. You have provided for us. You have spoke to us, kept us from hurt, harm, and danger. Father, we appreciate you tonight. We pray, Heavenly Father, that you will use these earthly vessels to do your good, pleasing, and perfect will. Speak, Heavenly Father, for your people are listening. Your people are tuning in from various corners of the world. Not to hear me, not to hear man, but to hear your spirit as he speaks. 
Use me, Heavenly Father, as an instrument of your glory. Forgive me, Father, of my sins, my iniquities, my shortcomings, my faults and failures. And I humbly ask, Heavenly Father, that you continue to lead and guide us in your paths of righteousness for your namesake. Let your will be done in our midst this evening. And we will give your name all praise, all glory, and all honor. These and all of the blessings we ask and count done in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ. Let God's people say, Amen. Do your best. As we look at the book of John, chapter 18, and verses 28 through the end of the chapter. We see our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, being taken from the religious authorities, from Caiaphas, to the secular authority, which was Pilate, the Roman governor. Now, it is important to understand that Jesus was, is, and forever shall be the Word of God. Jesus was the Word made flesh. In other words, if the Word of ever, Word of God ever looked like someone, ever behaved like someone, ever acted like someone, it was encompassed in the body of Jesus. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus was a walking, talking, living, breathing embodiment of the word of God. Is everybody understanding? Now, what God is trying to show us here, or one of the things God is showing us here, is that the word of God had gotten into trouble with the religious authorities of his day and with the secular authorities of his day. Now, had the religious authorities and the secular authorities of Jesus' day been on the side of truth, they would have not persecuted and crucified our Lord and Savior. In other words, if religious authorities had really been righteous religious authorities, they would have been 
with Jesus instead of against Jesus. If secular authorities had been righteous secular authorities, they would have been with Jesus instead of what? Against Jesus. So what God is showing us tonight is that following the word, truly following the word, will eventually get you in trouble with some religious authorities and with some secular authorities. Bible says in verse 28, then the Jewish leaders took Jesus from Caiaphas to the palace of the Roman governor. By now it was early morning and to avoid ceremonial uncleanliness, they did not enter the palace because they wanted to be able to eat the Passover. So Pilate came out to meet them and asked, what charges are you bringing against this man? Now, Understand something, children of God. Just because you're in trouble does not mean you are wrong. Let me say that again. Just because you are in trouble. Jesus was in trouble. But Jesus was not wrong. There will be times, my brother and my sister, when we will be in trouble with secular with religious authorities, but God says that does not mean, what? That we are wrong. Sometimes you can be in trouble for righteousness. Sometimes you can be persecuted for righteousness. Sometimes you can be mistreated, hated, talked about, scorned, rejected. The Bible says, woe unto you when all men speak well of you. For in the same way their fathers treated the false prophets that were before you. But blessed are you when men hate you, when men exclude you, when men insult you and reject your name of as evil. For in the same way their fathers treated the prophets that were before you. So I want to encourage you, child of God. I just spent a large portion of the afternoon encouraging one of the sisters who was going through persecution from her own family, very severe persecution, receiving threats from her own family. I said, I said, sister, don't get upset. I said, because even the Bible tells us that Jesus came unto his own and his own what? received him not, but to as many as received him, to them he gave the power to become the sons of God. I want to encourage you, child of God. No matter what the persecution is you are experiencing, the power that God has given you is greater. Hmm? No matter what the persecution is, Jesus was persecuted by religious folk. You and me are going to be per persecuted by religious folk. Now, I didn't say relationship folk. See, there's a difference between religious and relationship. 
There's a whole lot of religious folk, but not everybody has a relationship. My prayer for you and every soul under the sound of my voice is that you will not only be religious, but that you will have a relationship. Christianity is a relationship with our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. You, if you ever wonder what God wants out of you, see, you got to understand, God created all of us. As human beings, why would God take the time out of his busy schedule to create you, to create me? When your father ejaculated in your mother, there were four or five hundred million sperm cells. And you were the one that fertilized the egg. You were the one that were produced out of four to five hundred million. Why did you make it? Why didn't the other uh, 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 four hundred million, nine hundred, ninety-nine thousand, ninety-nine? Why you? Why me? Why did we make it? Well, I'm hearing God in the spirit right now. God says you made it. Every one of you that is under the sound of my voice, you made it because I had purpose for you. Listen to me, child of God. If you can hear my voice, you have a purpose. Since I'm hearing my voice, I have a purpose. We have a purpose by our creator that every one of us has the responsibility to get to know in this life so that we can work in our purpose, work on our purpose that we may spend eternity with God. Listen to me. Hell is a place where people didn't get to know their purpose. They waste, and in essence, they wasted their life doing all kind of nonsense thing, and they never got busy with their purpose. Oh, I look in the room and I see some of my former students, some of my former athletes. Well, some of my former students would be in my class. Sometimes I would give homework. At the end of one class, homework to be completed and turned in by the beginning of the next class. Well, sometimes I would go to collect the homework the next day. And individuals, there'd be individuals that did not do what? Their homework. And then they would be trying to do it at the last minute. And I would have to tell them, no, that won't be accepted. Why? Why not? They wanted to know why not. Because the the work was a sign for what? Home. That work should have been done at home. You say, Apostle, what is the parable? You need to understand the Bible says, seek the Lord. What? While he may be found. You and I have an opportunity now. Seek the Lord. As long as you and I have the breath of life in our bodies. Now, once God takes this breath of life out of our bodies, 
no need to be trying to, to get to know the Lord then. For those of you who don't know him, no need to try to live right then. It's too late. Seek the Lord. The Bible says in another place, the day you hear my voice. In other words, when you feel that unction, when you feel that conviction that the Holy Spirit, that God is speaking to you, the Bible says, harden not your hearts. Pastor Benny, God bless you. Harden not your heart. The day to seek the Lord, listen, don't be sitting back saying, I'll get saved tomorrow, or I'll get saved next week, or I'll get saved next month. No, these that's not guaranteed to us. Seek the Lord while he may be found. You and I have today. You and I have right now. now yesterday is gone. Nothing we can do about what we did yesterday, except for maybe get forgiven of it. Tomorrow is not promised to us. We don't know whether it's going to come or not. Jesus might come tonight. But we have now. And I want to encourage as many of you that are under the sound of my voice. What you're going to do for the Lord, do it now. Get in the habit of doing it now. I have to share with one of the saints around here, you know, about putting things in places they don't belong. See, if we do that enough, what we will make is a mess. But if we get in the habit of putting things where they go, immediately, then what we will create is an uh, order because things will be where they are supposed to be. So I encourage you, child of God, get in the habit of doing for God immediately. This was one of the things that made Abraham such a great uh, man of God. God would ask Abraham to do different things. Abraham would move immediately. See, if we don't move immediately, we can forget or we can, or there's time for the adversary to play in our minds or tell us different things. Maybe we didn't hear right. Even Jesus told Judas, that what you are about to do, what? Do it quickly. I want to encourage you, child of God, get in the habit of following God's instructions quickly. Don't give space to the adversary to run interference. God tells you something, do it. Do it. Quick obedience will bring quick blessings. Delayed obedience will bring delayed blessings. There are some of us that are receiving delayed blessings in our life because our obedience has been delayed. May that not be our portion in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ. So as we look at John 18, and we're going to come on down for time's sake. Pilate had problems with Jesus being brought to him because he found no fault in him. He didn't find anything wrong. But the people, the religious authorities, were putting so much pressure on him that he caved 
into the people's pressure. I want to encourage every leader under the sound of my voice. Don't cave in to the people's pressure. Pilate ended up telling the Jewish authorities, take him, judge him by your own law. Religious authorities were not happy with that because they did not have the right to execute anyone. So they objected. And this took place, the Bible says in verse 32, to fulfill what Jesus has said about the kind of death he was going to die. Now, Pilate went back inside, you know, he wanted to talk with Jesus because Jesus, there were some very powerful things that were being said about Jesus. Pilate didn't want to be, didn't want to make a very crucial area, a crucial error. But he asked Jesus, he said, are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, and we're not going to go into that. But when he got down to verse 37, and we're going to kick off right there because we're about to close. Jesus told him, verse, let me touch on verse 36. Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. Now, understand something, children of God. You and I are not of this world. We are here. We are in the world. Come on, children of God. But we are not of the world. You need to understand. That's why. We are different. That's why the world does not understand us. That's why we are looked at as strange. We are looked at as enigmatic. We are not of this world. Jesus just said, my kingdom. Listen, we are from a kingdom that is not of this world. Jesus said, if it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jewish leaders. But now my kingdom is from another place. Now listen to me, children of God, and this is going to bless somebody. Jesus said, but now my kingdom is from another place. In other words, at the time that Jesus said this, the kingdom of God was from another place. But understand, my brothers and my sisters, that there is going to come a day when the kingdom of God is going to take over this world. Right now, Satan is the prince of the powers of the air. But there will come a time when thy kingdom come, when God's kingdom will come and overtake the earth. My prayer, my prayer do your best to be, to be in it. Do your best to be a part of that kingdom. Do your best to be on the side of truth. The side of righteousness. Listen to, Jesus, listen to what Jesus said. Pilate heard this. He said, so you are king then. You know, Jesus said, answered, you say I'm a king. In fact, the reason I was born. Now, listen, listen now, because I just shared with you all, it's important to know your what? Purpose. Jesus knew his purpose. My prayer for every, if I come up to you right now and ask you, what is your purpose? 
Well, if you can't tell me, that means you don't know it. That means you're wasting a lot of time. That means you're doing a lot of nonsense that you don't have any business doing. What is your purpose? Somebody come up to you and ask you, why were you created? Can you answer them? Can you tell them why are you here? Why are you in this life? Each one of us should be able to answer. I am here for such and such. God has created me to such and such. Listen, you look around your church. You look around your house. Everything that you see, come on, children of God, has what? Purpose. I look over here. This glass, what is the purpose? To drink from. These lights, what is the purpose? To give light so that there we won't be in darkness. This cell phone. What is the purpose? To everything has a purpose. Everyone has a purpose. We need to know it. And we need to be operating in it. Some of you wonder, I, Apostle Brian, every, every morning and every evening, we see you on Facebook or talk show or YouTube preaching and teaching God's word. How come you always preaching and teaching well because i know that's a part of my purpose because i know that that's what god wants me to do and i'm trying to fulfill come on children of god my purpose my prayer for you every one of you is that you will fulfill god's purpose for your life don't be caught wasting time on your purpose Hell is filled up with people that wasted time with their purpose. May that not be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. May that not be any of our portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Get busy with your purpose. What? Get busy with your purpose. Jesus said, look, the reason I was born, Jesus said, here's my purpose. Jesus said, what I'm getting ready to express to you, Pilate, is my purpose. The reason I was born and came into the world. Jesus said, here's my purpose now. Jesus said, look, Pilate, you might not know your purpose. And you might not know my purpose. But Jesus said, I know my purpose. I want to encourage you, child of God, get to know your purpose now. Get, Get to know your purpose. Jesus said, the reason I have come into the what? The reason I was born and came into the world is to testify to the truth. Now, listen to me, child of God. If you're a child of God under the sound of my voice, part of your purpose is to testify to the truth. Part of your purpose, child of God, is to tell the truth, just like Jesus knew his purpose. And that's all he did was operate in his purpose. He wants you and I to operate. If we are his, if we are connected with him, if we are born again, his purpose is what? Our purpose. How is Jesus going to have one purpose as our leader and we have a different purpose as his followers? If Jesus' purpose was to testify to the truth, then our purpose, what? is to testify 
to the truth. But listen to this, and we can make close this message, children of God. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. Jesus said, look, it's not hard to determine who is of God and who is not. Jesus said, look, I know I'm telling the truth. I know I'm testifying to the truth. Jesus said, everybody that's on the side of the truth listens to me. Those of you that are not on the side of the truth, y'all don't listen to me. Jesus said, I I know what's going on now. And I want to encourage you, child of God, to speak so much truth that the same way that Jesus knew that everyone that was on the side of truth listens to him and that those who were not on the side of truth did not listen to him, my encouragement to you is that you speak so much truth that you too will know that people that are on the side of the truth, they listen to you. And the people that are not on the side of the truth, they're not going to listen to you. But you got to speak truth. Jesus spoke what? Truth. The whole truth. Come on, children of God. And nothing but the truth. Pilate retorted, verse 38, what, what is truth? With this, he went out again to the Jews, gathered there and said, I find no basis for a charge against him. But it is your custom for me to release to you one prisoner at the time of the Passover. Do you want me to release the king of the Jews? Now, what Pilate was trying to do was get out of his responsibility, what? As a leader. Listen to me, my brother and my sister. Listen to me, every child of God under the sound of my voice, wherever you may be and whenever you may hear this. You cannot get out of the responsibility as a leader. As a child of God, you are a leader. We are the head. Come on, children of God. And not to tell. God has not put us here to be told by the world how things go. But rather, God has put us here to tell the world how things go. It's not us that need to be acting more like the world. It's the world that needs to be coming on over and doing like we do. I want to encourage you, child of God. Know who you are. Do what you've been called to do. You have been called to lead, then lead. You have been called to testify to the truth. Testify to the truth. You have been called to know who you are. Know who you are. Know what you're supposed to be doing and do just that. The people shouted, no, not him. Give us Barabbas. Now, Barabbas had taken place in an uprising. Now, what is this showing? That the crowd would much rather have a nonsensical character than to have Jesus, who was God. Jesus was God, you know. Some of you, some of you uh, confused. Jesus was God. In essence, what this account showed us is that people wanted nonsense over God. Then, and many want nonsense over God today. 
people's character and nature hasn't changed. The only thing that changes an individual's character and that nature, the only thing that gives us power over our character and nature is the Holy Spirit. The old man in me and in you has not changed. He is just as corrupt as he has ever been. But God has given us the Holy Spirit that as we listen to him, we can have power over the flesh, power over the old nature. The people wanted Barabbas instead of God. People today are still wanting nonsense over God. My encouragement to you, under the sound of my voice, you choose God. Choose God over the nonsense of the crowds. Choose God. It's better to choose God and be by yourself than to choose nonsense and be in a crowd. Do your best. Do your best to choose God. Do your best to hear God. Do your best to obey God. Never mind the crowds. Hear God. Jesus has just showed you and I right in his word, that the crowd can be wrong and that the crowd in regards to him was wrong. Crowd chose Barabbas instead of Jesus. Understand, my brother and my sister. Listen, listen. Every one of us likes to hear something. Just like every one of us likes to eat something. Every one of us likes to drink something. Every one of us likes to wear something. We all have likes, stuff we like to eat, stuff we like to drink, stuff we like to wear. You know, it's countries that I like to go to. There's Every one of us has what we like. But my prayer for every one of us is that what we like will be what God liked. The crowd liked Barabbas. God liked Jesus. The crowd wanted Barabbas. God wanted Jesus just to show how far the crowd can be from the will of God. My encouragement to you, my brother or my sister, is that you go. Do your best. What we thought what we said the topic was? Do your, Do your best to go with God. Do your best to hear God. Do your best to do it God's way. Even if the crowd is hollering something different, just like they did in our scripture, the crowd holler Barabbas. Give us Barabbas. Give us Barabbas. Give us Barabbas. Do your best to hear what God is saying. 
and to obey God. You will be blessed. God will be pleased. In Jesus' mighty and precious name. God bless you, children of God. I see some saints here from Philippines. What, what countries are represented here? I want to know what countries are represented. I see the Philippines. I see Ghana. Apostle uh, Dan, God bless you. I haven't seen you in some time. I'm seeing uh, Uganda. I'm seeing India. I'm seeing uh, Pastor Benny. God bless you there in Nigeria. Tell the saints I say hello, and I should see them soon. Uh, I'm seeing one of my former students. God bless you, saints. God bless you. My prayer. I see uh, uh, Prophetess Esther. God bless you, woman of God. Tell Bishop James I say hello in Liberia. I see some saints that I don't know, but that's all right. I just thank God for each of you, and I pray that uh, each of you is blessed and highly favored, and that the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the love of God, the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit is resting upon you henceforth, now and forevermore. Surely, children of God, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. God bless you, saints. Sister.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 